welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Rain. Joined today by my two um, slightly sun-kissed co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Hello. What happened to the bottom half of your beard? Evened it out. Well, you have a neck now, which I've never haven't seen in years. But there's some neck there. Yeah, never sure seen is. it. I've never seen it. And uh, back from the bush, it's Mr. Zola. Zola Mike Zola. Zola. Hello. Hello. Wow. wow. We have a lot to catch up oh, on. Oh, your hat matches my shirt. Look at that. I actually have the long sleeve charcoal tee yeah. of that. Show them your t-shirt today. It actually looks pretty cool. Crimson Roses? As you got that at the tour, right? Is that Appetite for Destruction? Uh, no, this was 92, 95. You're telling me uh, that t-shirt's older than I am? No, this is actually a replica. This oh, is, oh. This is not an original, no. Okay. Okay. Uh, how was your weekend? <laughs> I'm sorry? How was your weekend? You're talking about my week? Week, Two yeah. Weeks? Shit, I forgot it's Two Friday. Weeks? How was your week? Fine. That's it? Yeah. Nothing to report? Nothing interesting? No, just watching Zolo on post some stuff. Live oh, from the bush. Yeah, I got you great know, videos. Rhino's ears. Yeah. I, I was into that. Yeah, uh, I'll tell so you later. Quick bush roundup. That's like clicking Bruce's foreskin. I know, I know that's, that's like, like you, you can't, can't round up three weeks, weeks of the bush, bush into one. one. Quick quick roundup for the people? Yeah, yeah you have a chance to go to Africa, though. I also went to Dubai and I went to Munich and Berlin. Dubai, that buggy thing you were doing? Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's more, more than, than that desert, desert though. Like, it's, it's just a big fake. fake. It's, it's like Vegas, Vegas but without, without the alcohol. alcohol. Um, you can still, still find it. But... Yeah. Did, Did you enjoy Dubai? Because I've heard mixed reviews on Dubai. You know, that's a great question. I thought it was extremely overrated, but you still have to see it. It's still very pretty. It's still very extravagant. And I ate really well everywhere I went. Two, three day or though? I think you don't need any more than two or three days. I'd, next time I go, I'd probably throw in Abu Dhabi. I wouldn't go on my own, though. I'd go with people who haven't been there. Like, if I can avoid Dubai, I plan to do that. It's just crazy extravagant. What about Munich? Munich, I, I, I stayed in Munich, but it, I took a day trip to Berlin, so I stayed near the airport. So I got into Munich Monday night. And I ate at a excellent Michelin star meal at my hotel at the airport, which was crazy. Next morning, I flew into Berlin and I did a World War II tour and saw the Reich and saw some crazy sights. No, that's that's in Poland, but it's on the list. Um, and then came home. But I went into Munich, the city, on Monday night in Oktoberfest this weekend. It was pouring the entire time I was in Germany, and Munich on excuse me on Tuesday night was still insane. Like there was people everywhere. Um, just boozing away, just drinking beer. Um, there was a pro-Ukraine rally going on that was insane. And I, I want to see Munich. I want to give it the time it deserves and give it two days and see it during the daylight one day because it was cool. Was Jim Mercer there? No, he was too busy. The whale died, by the way. Yeah, did you hear about that? That whale died. The whale died. That he invested all that money in the, the Before movement? he even got yeah. to move it, it died. See, I think there's That's something karma here. I think he killed Either the whale. Or Jonathan Taylor sabotaged it. He killed the whale so to he get could save Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Um, Lolita. R.I.P. R.I.P. Lolita. Uh, so we're six days away from real football. That's that's like, I can't even believe it. Can't come fast enough. You're ready, aren't you? I'm ready. Um, Fuck that. I'm ready. Have... Sick of fucking waiting. I've had enough. We have some fans. Had enough. Stuff. There ain't shit to watch on TV. It's fucking horrible. 
We have some fantasy stuff we're going to talk about today. Um, get you ready for your draft. Give some thoughts on uh, every position. Now, I'm going to use ESPN just because that's what I've been using to get my research for our Instagram posts. Um, but we love fantasy pros around here around these apparently places. we all love fantasy pros. we all love fantasy i just pros. learned this recently um other than that some news so we talked about lolita the whale dying <laughs> now jonathan taylor will not be available for the first four weeks of the season because they're keeping him on the pup list uh i don't know how to feel about this i think this is all just I think this is a smoke and mirror situation. It's chess. It's a chess match. Do you think Jonathan Taylor plays for the Colts this year? No. I I know I usually say these things get resolved more often than they don't. Um, I think the marriage between Jonathan Taylor and the Colts is over. Um, that being said, I do think he plays for the Colts this year. I just think eventually he's going to get traded at some point this year. Got it. That's that's where I think this is headed. I, I do think he gets traded. I think it happens sooner rather than later, but I think he might end up suiting up for the Colts. Uh, another piece of news that I saw yesterday was um, uh, I, I lost my train of thought here for a second because I'm trying to do too many things. Gee, you're, you're like the president. Oh, wow. Did Mitch, you get Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Um, <laughs> Those are bad. Those are really bad. Uh, obviously, with all the 53-man cuts that have come down, um, were there any names that you saw in particular that that threw you off? No, I hate to be boring, but no. Um, there's there's some that stand out, like your Bailey Zappies and stuff like Bailey that. Bailey Zappy shocked me. You took took the words out of my mouth. I was, Did not I was shocked to see about that, that. Um, other than that, I mean, I was just really, I've, I've been gone, but I was still really immersed in what the lions were doing. And there were some guys like Bruce and I talked about, uh, Corey Lucas, um, Chase, Chase Lucas, excuse me, Chase Lucas. And then the, the big one was Starling Thomas, who had a crazy good camp. I, yeah, I was shocked that he the, fell off at the end. That's what happened. He, he, the, the end of the preseason, I think everyone snatched up right away. It seemed like he, he did. And rightfully so it yeah. seemed like if they took him, it would have been, and that's a, that's a great indicator on an organization, by the way, is if you're undrafted free agent rookie gets picked up by another team and it was the cardinals too who have an early waiver priority which means like he could have been picked up by an even more teams um that's a really good sign of who's picking for our organization it he had a monster rookie camp he had a monster mini camp he was great at the beginning of the preseason and great at the beginning of training camp and i guess what happened was khalil dorsey passed him and then obviously stephen gilmore has been excellent for them and he had a what a 70 yard pick six last week in yeah, that last preseason that. game i didn't see it and i heard it was excellent it seems like if they had kept starling thomas it would have been exclusively for special teams purposes because he got jumped in coverage by the other two guys um Hey, if if you're taking these undrafted free agent rookies, that's a that's a good thing. Um, that's a good you want the help, and we all know Stephen Gilmore's bloodlines. We've talked about them, and I'm I'm excited to see because corners a position that they're thin at, and it's always one injury away. And I hope these guys can come in and compete. Uh, I remember the injury news that I froze up here about. Uh, Sean McVay has said that Cooper Cup has sustained a setback in his hamstring recovery, and he does not expect him to be available for week one. So, Does Sean McVay retire before the season starts next week? I, honest to God, 
I don't think so. They're just in bad sh- – I, I think they're just in bad shape. Like the Stafford, the Kelly Stafford stuff about – did you guys see that? I did not. Y- you did. You did see it. Kelly Stafford came out and oh, said – Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Matt Stafford uh, can't relate and can't understand any of his wide receivers because they're all 20 years old. And- the whole team. The yeah, whole team. the whole team. The team is so young. Fuck up. What, what do we- – what are we doing here? She came Why out. Why is she even relevant? All the years of her running her mouth. I, and by the way, I love Kelly Stafford, by the way. She uh, she was great when she was here. I just like to talk shit now that she's gone. Um, all the years of her running her mouth. And she literally came out finally today. And she's like, yeah, I regret saying that. Of all the shit she said over the years, she's finally admitted that she regrets saying something. Because it caused a shit storm. And I'm sure that wasn't great for Stafford to get back to in the locker room. No, because he went in there and sounded like a big fucking pussy (laughs) sitting there crying to his wife about it. Now he looks like a fucking jackass. Jared Goff knows his young teammates' names, by the way, just so you guys know. Uh, Sorry? Jared Goff knows his younger teammates' names. I'm sure he does. You know I'm the last person to defend Stafford. But I will say this. This is what their offense looks like without Cooper Cup going forward. Wide receiver one. Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson. Wow. Wide receiver two. Tutu Atwell. Incredible. Who? Wide receiver three. Puka Nakua. He's the rookie, right? Correct. Yeah. He supposedly he's been very good in camp for them and Stafford loves him, but still. Who's number four. Bruce the tugboat. Uh essentially, yes. Hell ben yeah, Skronik. Ben Skronik is four. Ben Skronik is in front of you. Tyler Higby and Cam Akers. <laughs> Hey, that's an honor. Yeah, they that's they have a young team. They have a young team. I can understand why Stafford would say what he said. There's a lot of new faces, and a lot of them were young. I think they had the most draft picks, if I remember and, correctly. And that'll tell you what kind of leader he is, that he's talking, and everybody's just fucking ignoring him. They'll tell you what kind of leader he is. They are the you know? second youngest team by age at 25 and 7 months. Do you, do you, do you think that Aaron Rodgers is having that problem? In, uh, no, we saw with firsthand no. that he's not no. having that problem no. in Hard Knocks. Everybody's fucking trying to pick his brain. They all come up to him. Everyone comes up to him and says something to him. He interacts with all of his teammates. You know, I don't don't know how much is for the cameras with him, but my my man looks like the next coming of Jesus right now, dude. Yeah, but you bleed gangrene, so we got to keep that in mind. Yeah, that's true. We got to keep you in check on this gangrene What the fuck? What do you mean? Yeah, between gangrene and the Eagles. Anyways, real quick, back to this Rams thing. They currently have 14 rookies on their 53-man roster. Yeah. That they drafted yeah, this year. I think yeah. they drafted That's the, the highest rookies. by four. Mm-hmm. So, Well, you got to look at it this way. They lost a lot of key members of that team, and they had to replace them with somebody. And what better way to do it than through the draft? Through the draft, yeah. Uh, the Teddy Ball game, uh, update of the week. Uh, he's changed his number for the third time now since signing. Oh, he started out at 50, yeah. and then he went to 17, and now he's at 10. I don't have a problem with that. So ten's a good number. That's our know. Teddy Ball game. And we had a number ten here. Oh, Charlie Batch. I, I will say Charlie I Batch. will say this: watching him, and and a guy that was barely in camp for four days, mm-hmm. come in and look pretty fucking sharp. I know the first game I was on a plane, but the first yeah. game I know he was bad. Um, but I heard the second game he he competently ran the offense, and that's what he the Lions offense. I just had this conversation well, this morning with my game, brother. He didn't play. First game, no, I thought he did come in for a, a no, series at the beginning. No, he didn't play the third. No, no, game. the the second preseason game, the second preseason second. game, he can't. He came in and he got it. He got a couple series and he didn't look good, from what okay. I understand. 
but he I came don't know. in. He looked in, good last week. Yeah, in the in the third game, what you need out of Teddy Bridgewater is the Lions' offense isn't some big play downfield offense. You need to make this throw. It's we're going to run the ball. We have one of the best offensive lines in football, and the quarterback just needs to dink and dunk their way down the field. And if he can be timely. That's all he's got to do is hit those receivers and be timely in the short game. And he needs to competently run the offense. And it seems like he's going to competently run the offense. And that's all they need out of Teddy Bridgewater this year. Um, Mike Evans. Uh, his people have said today that contract talks have reached an impasse with the Buccaneers. And he gave them a cutoff day on when he will negotiate, which is September 9th. That is the day before the season starts. If it is not reached by then, he will no longer negotiate with them, and he will become a free agent in the offseason. Oh, I'm sure he's gone regardless. I, I have a lot to say about this. The number one possible trade suitor at this current time is the Detroit Lions. So so it makes sense to me. It makes um, sense to me as well. And and now all the linking to uh, Deshaun Watson and all, like all, of, all of that makes sense now, considering where they stand from a wide receiver perspective right now. Um, I would not be shocked if Mike Evans gets traded. And as someone that drafted Mike Evans in a league last night, I have a lot to say about him because it seems like he's off and he has a lot of bad games. All that guy has done is put up nine straight 1,000-yard seasons, no matter who his quarterback is. And he's right. had some shit quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, been, he's been very consistent. He's only uh, 29. Tom Brady. What did he have? He had, a, he had a good year of Jameis, I think. One good Jameis what, year. What, 30-30? Uh, I don't even know it was. Yeah, it, of course. That's his nickname, 30-30, baby. Uh, so, 30 touchdowns, 30 it, interceptions. I don't think this is I, – I think he wants to stay in Tampa. I think he's always intended that. He seemed like a loyal guy. He's been there through thick and thin. Um, I still think he's one of the most productive receivers in the league, and I – if I'm the Lions and he does become available and you could pull off like a third, a fourth, a fifth to go get him, rent him mid-year to help you, go do that because he opens everything up on offense. He's Marvin Jones on steroids if he's healthy. Um, I saw this stat about the Patriots. Then we're going to get into our fantasy talk, but I wanted to bring this up. Uh, since 2012, do you know how many Patriots players – have been offered a second contract out of their drafted, drafted rookies. They're drafted rookies. Drafted rookies in rounds Tom one Brady's through three. Tom Brady's the only one since 2012. Yeah, Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, since 2012, it's like one or two, right? It's zero. It's zero. So Mac Jones has not been offered. Oh, who's the last guy to have been offered a contract, an extension, and, and actually? It had to be whoever their 2012 first-round pick was, which I want to say it. One of those linebackers or someone from Alabama. I think it was um, Gerard Mayo. <laughs> I'm going to look real quick. Uh, but they have not, since then, since 2012, they have not offered a pick from rounds one, two, or three a second contract. There's a Lions element to this, too, and it's that we— It was we Chandler Jones and Dante Hightower. Chandler Jones. There you go. Chandler there Jones is a great player. And both of them were gone right after that. Yep. So the Lions element to this is we hired people from that organization to run our organization, and we have also, in Detroit, had that same issue of not being able to retain guys on second deals and draft pro bowlers in the first round. And I think the Patriot way has run its course— 
And I think I know where you're going with this too. I think Bill Belichick is on the hot seat as a as a personnel decision maker. Ooh, right. I don't believe. Ooh, I don't believe that. Belichick as a GM, ever be on the hot seat. As a GM, I think they're going to potentially pull power. We're going to talk about that in unless he the goes full time GM and has somebody else coaching. No, no absolutely not. Yeah. We're going to talk about that in the next episode because what that goes to show is. Since 2012, the only Pro Bowler Bill Belichick has drafted was Mac Jones, who was an alternate last year. He was an alternate Pro Bowler last he was year? 2021. He's not even season. good. That's what I'm saying. If I remember, Tyler Huntley was also an alternate. He was an alternate last year. Last year. All right, yeah. We're all set on the Pro Bowl. Oh. <laughs> all right, let's get that's into how, the That tells you how relevant the Pro Bowl is now. So... Obviously, uh, a lot of people have started drafting. Some people are done drafting. I'm always for late drafting because I haven't I, started yet. I don't like drafting before this next week coming. Late drafting is important because you have things like this Jonathan Taylor situation. Right. Like things change, and then they're going to full blown start practicing on Monday. These correct, teams. and then there's injuries. Right. Like I had it a, a somebody, couple years ago. Somebody big will have a season ender on. Yeah, so a star, yeah. someone that's going to get drafted tonight. In one right. of your leagues is going to be injured come Tuesday. So Wednesday. that's why we we're Tuesday Wednesday drafters here before Thursday night. But but if you haven't drafted, this is going to be our thoughts, our little bit of intuition coming out here and telling you what we think. We're going to go position by position, starting with quarterback. I think all of us can agree can agree there is a unanimous QB one. Okay, he put up over 415 points last year. No matter which league you, no matter who you use for scoring, he put up over 415 points. Projections range for this year anywhere from 370 to 390. You know they're always going to go low on those. It's Patrick Mahomes. I just have one thing to say about this. Go. So first things first, I'm in a two quarterback league, and I had the first pick last night, and I reluctantly took him. Because I've been in the same situation before, which was the last time I drafted him, it was the year post-Super Bowl win, just like this, and he was banged up, and he didn't put up the numbers, and he slumped at the end of the year. They still made the playoffs, but it's hard to argue, right? Are we in agreement? He's the most efficient quarterback in the league. Now, I'm not saying who your favorite is. I'm saying we're talking strictly based off of fantasy scoring. Are you taking him as your first quarterback? Are guys that I like in front of him? Are you t- yeah, it's, it's yes. start there. I think Jalen Hurts will put more points up than him. Okay, this year. Now this is not only that. I I actually think Lamar Jackson could possibly put up more points than okay. him this year. So I think that's what I think. I don't disagree on either. I one, don't disagree. But is there any circumstance where you're taking either of those guys in front of Mahomes if you are draft as your first quarterback off the board? Who's the safest? If, if I had to, the first pick. And I'm taking the first quarterback off the board. I'm going to be honest with you. I think it would either be Hurts or Lamar Jackson so in front I, of those. I almost considered Jalen Hurts. Rushing touchdowns are are more relevant than the passing touchdowns, and that's where I think that he, those two guys, give you a huge okay. advantage. Jalen Hurts had a very nice year last year. He scored 378 points. That's still 50 less than Patrick Mahomes. And Jalen Hurts also missed four games. It's so also if he hadn't missed four games, he could have surpassed that. 
it's also important to note that it's really difficult. And, and a good example of this, I'm jumping ahead, is Justin Jefferson. It's really hard if you have, like, banner years in fantasy to repeat that the next year. I agree. I and agree. and what you said, I I love Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I took Mahomes. I I was down to Mahomes, and I considered Jalen Hurts. Um, the person who picked after me picked Josh Allen, who I think is not going to have a down year, but I don't think he's in the ballpark of Jalen Hurts or Mahomes. It comes down to points, and I'm going to give you five names, and you tell me not who you think is the best, but who you think is the most, or who you think is going to have the best year, but who you think is the the lock, the sure thing to be consistent out of these five names. I'm going to give you five names. Ready? Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes. Who do you think is is the lock to be the most consistent to repeat what they did the year before out of those five names? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. That's fair. So why? Who are you? Who was who was the one that I think the lock know Mahomes is going to be there at the, the top? Con, you know that. The consistent lock is Mahomes. I think he's he's year over year consistent. I agree with you on Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson has a chance to be the MVP of the league this year. He had nobody to throw so, to last year. He's had nobody to throw he's to his got, entire career. He's got two hold, very hold, 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 no, no, no. receivers. His entire he career. He's never had a wide receiver. He's yeah, never had Andrews. a receiver. Now he has three. Correct. He has three and Mark Andrews on top of that. Correct. Okay. And the rushing thing, I, which I agree with you yeah. on. So I'm, I'm going to go through because we we have some disagreements here. So you think Hurts is your number – you. Hurts for you. I, I would take Hurts and Jackson over everybody. Else. You would. That that's yeah. just my opinion. And you think one? You think they have 400 point ability? Because we oh, yeah. know Mahomes has 400 point ability. I think oh, yeah. they. I think they both have 400 point ability. But I think when you're throwing Mahomes in the conversation, Mahomes is going to get the 400 points. So this was. This is how I rated these guys out. Okay. All right. I went Mahomes, Allen, Hurts. Those are my top three. Okay. Because here's the thing. At the end of the day. I think Josh Allen is going to regress, but I still don't think the Bills have solved a running back, the running back situation. I still don't think they're going to be able to run the ball. I don't have all the faith in the world in James Cook. And just based off of sheer volume, Josh Allen's going to get 375 to 390 points again. He scored 395 points last year. He scored 400 points the year before that. I Just based off of sheer volume, I think he gets there. And they gave him a red zone threat, too. Correct. Dalton Kincaid. So, yeah, and now he actually has – he has what Dawson, what everybody thought Dawson Knox was going to be last year. Okay? Jalen Hurts, I agree with you. It's I feel like when you go between Mahomes, Allen, and Hurts, you're splitting hairs, and you're looking for something slightly different. Because right now you can get Jalen Hurts at a third-round value. And if you think he's going to get you 400 points, then you don't even think twice about taking Mahomes – at the one-two turn where he's going. I think he's ADP 14 right now. My my only knock on Jalen Hurts, and, and I, I think the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. Um, I think Jalen Hurts is outstanding. My only knock is it, it just goes back to that conversation on it's hard to repeat certain performances, and I don't think he's going to have a great year. He's going to be healthy. I don't think he's going to repeat what he did last year which was a ban. I, I actually think they're going to be better this year than they were last year. Yes, they might be. They better. might be, but that yeah. doesn't mean he's going to be better. Will Jalen Hurts be able to run? He's got better I, running I, backs now. Right. He might be able to handle you know? the ball off more. You know what, though? They didn't They didn't go out and grab. They got DeAndre Swift. Yeah, but they didn't grab an elite. Uh, they, hello? They didn't grab an elite guy. They didn't, they didn't grab fair. a goal line guy like Ezekiel Elliott. 
They, I, are you high, are you high on grab, Mac Jones right hold on, now? Hold on, they 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 didn't go out and grab a guy like Ezekiel Elliott who's do that short yardage shit. Yeah. So that just tells you right there what are they going to do? He is their short They're yardage do what running they did back. Fucking last. I I know what you're saying. He is their short yardage running right. back. I'm just Not saying DeAndre Swift. It's very difficult to repeat what he did last year, which was which was absurd. He was he was a monster last year. So. My top three mimic ESPN's top three. Mahomes, Allen, Hurts. Okay. At number four, and I, I, you guys are both going to disagree with me here, I put Joe Burrow one notch above Lamar Jackson. Solely based off of the fact that Burrow, again, has been consistently at th- between 325 and 350 for the past two years. Nothing changed for his offense. In my oh, opinion. he's consistent. If Dealing anything, with a leg injury, huh? Dealing with a leg injury. Yeah, he's, he's got practiced. people he's calf back, deal though. going on right now. So he practiced yesterday. Face he's mask. back. Yeah, but they got this calf deal going on right now. I think you you might see a little more of him turning around and handing off the ball. Well, there's still, putting... there's still a chance that okay. Mixon faces a suspension. Okay. If Mixon gets a suspension, Chris Evans their number two back. If Burrow is forced to throw the shot ball to Michigan, shot more, Chris Evans, go blue. It, you're gonna have you're gonna get 350 points all day long. The only reason why I hesitated, and if this was me picking, I'd probably take Burrow one one ounce above Lamar Jackson, is because with Lamar Jackson, as Uncle Sam can very well tell you, he's going to run the ball, he's going to risk getting injured. And if you have Lamar Jackson as your fantasy quarterback and he goes down and you are stuck playing Tyler Huntley, Huntley as Ugh. your QB1, much like Uncle Sam was last year, your season is over. That is the only reason why. Because it's safer, in my opinion, but, to take. But if you actually draft a capable backup and not Mac Jones, uh, you can sit there and you can you can play Lamar Jackson and you're going to have one some weeks where this guy's going to put a 50 burger up. Okay. So outside of that, we can agree. We can all agree that somehow in the top five, we have Mahomes, Allen, Hertz, Burrow, Lamar. Who do we think is going to have the worst year out of those five? Let's look at it from that perspective. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm those looking are the at five. your top. Those what are is the that? Five. Nine or 10? It's my saying. Go through your top 10 real quick. Well, hold on. We're, we're working on five right now. Okay. Mahomes, Allen, Hurts, Burrow, Lamar. Those are the consensus top five, whichever way you want to put them. I agree with that. Yeah, it's those. I that's, agree with that's that. Tier, that's, that's tier one. That's tier one, in my opinion. No, that's your right? tier one. Okay, yeah. that's fine. That's my tier one. Now, who do I think could have the worst year who, out of and, all and of them? And who do you think is going to have the best? I want both. And then I want you to do I it I think next. Mahomes is going to have the best year. I think Allen. And I think Josh Allen could end up with the worst year. We're all in agreement on Josh Allen's going to have the worst year out of the five. I, I don't know what that means. I, I don't know if we're even fucking close right here. But I think Josh Allen could have the worst year out of yeah. the five. There, there's two, that, guy, that, there's that two guys to me that scare me that I think that could actually regress. And believe it or not, I, I think Burrow is on that borderline. I don't think where Burrow regresses. He, he's either going to have a fucking blow up year or he's going to regress some. And and not because not because of... I don't think they can if they can't run the football because they became a little one dimensional last year, and that's why they got fucking bounced. That's true, and, and that scares me. Not that he's not going to put up his numbers; he's going to put up his numbers, but I just don't think they're going to go very far if he's unable to get. If they're unable to balance 
their offensive out, their offense out, he's going to be in trouble. I think he's going to struggle. You might see more turnovers, which is going to hurt his fantasy numbers. Do we have a dark horse out of that out of those five that you guys think? I think you and I are on the same page here, Uncle Sam. But do you have a dark horse out of that five who you think is going to really stand out? And my guess is Burrow. My, I would say Burrow could easily put up four. It's Lamar Jackson for me. I think Lamar Jackson's yeah. has a has a chance to be the MVP. Well, I, I still think Burrow Burrow is the wild card uh, out of this out of these group of guys. Burrow's either going to absolutely crush it, or he's just going to be mediocre. In that top five. The only the only thing I'll give you on the wild card, the only leeway I'll give you is is the injury history. Yeah. I think he has a chance to get injured. But otherwise, we've had this conversation before. Mahomes is by far the best player in professional football. But if I am building yeah. a team, it's day one, and I get to pick from any player in the NFL to start to build the team around, it's Joe Burrow. I think I think he's I think he's just rock solid consistent. And is he going to exceed what Mahomes and Jackson do this year or Hurts? I don't think so. But I think he's a lock to put up 350 points at least. At least. The reason why I'm a Burrow guy, and I'm going to tell you this right now, he is your traditional passer. He can make every throw, and he doesn't have to play point guard to play quarterback. He's got Tom Brady's pocket poise. Yes, and he reads defenses really well. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what sets him apart from guys like Mahomes. Mahomes is playing by the fl- by the seat of his pants. That's what he does. He plays point guard at quarterback. Sooner or later, that will come back to crunch you if you can't sit in the pocket and actually read a defense. Okay. We're moving on to Tier 2. Please. Okay? Please do Tier uh, 2. So, Tier 2, according to ESPN, Justin Herbert, Justin Fields, Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott. Let's do the same thing. Best and worst and dark horse. Okay. I, this is how I rated them out. It, again, talking fantasy points wise. I have Justin Fields at six on my list. Number one in tier two. Because just off, again, we're talking sheer volume. He is going to run the shit out of the football. He's going to run the shit out of the football. And compared to throwing the ball the way he did last year, he has to be better. Right? Right? There's no way he could get any worse. He has to be better throwing the football, right? He had 295 points last year, and he completed 192 passes. Justin Herbert completed 477 passes, and they scored. And he played with a broken rib exa- for six they, weeks. Yeah, they scored the yeah. exact same amount of points. Right. So if he passes a little bit better. And he still oh, has 150 I, I carries. How many? How many rushing yards did he have? 912 and six touchdowns. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now. If he's running for 900 yards this year, then his passing numbers aren't going to be much higher than what you've seen. I, they have to be. I, I'm just gonna tell he you that right to, now. He has to throw for at least 3,000 yards. I'm with year. I'm with Uncle Sam. And on top of that, I we've seen this with running quarterbacks for 20 years. We have this blueprint that Sam Newton. Once they start running it. The defense figures it out, and yes. I, I'm sticking with guys, my. Guys will it's too late for me to turn you, on yeah, the Bears. You can't. You it's can't. too late. You I'm have so to. balls deep and <laughs> hating the Bears and Justin Fields. And by the way, I love watching Justin Fields play. I've said that before. <laughs> I'm so balls deep in this, though. I'm offended by that. The next five, I'm offended by tier two. I think there's two guys that weren't mentioned that should be in here over Fields and over Dak Prescott, and that's Tua. 
and well, Aaron Rodgers. It's ESPNs. That's fair. Uh, here's mine: Fields, Lawrence, Herbert, Kirk Cousins, and Tua. Oh, you have Kirk Cousins in there too. I I, I'm looking at this list right now, and there's no fucking way I would have Justin Fields above Trevor Lawrence. Okay, I'm sorry. He's my dark horse. Same. I would not have Trevor Lawrence is QB six for me. I put Trevor Lawrence above Justin Herbert because Justin Herbert on ESPN is QB six. I have him above Justin Herbert because I'm going to be honest with you. Justin Herbert's funny. The only thing that's saving Justin Herbert is he's got two, two very good fucking wide receivers. They had a third one. That he's going to lose at least one of them by next year. No, Mm -hmm. at least one. At There's maybe both. He's got, and they drafted a third one. There too. are three things yeah. guaranteed in life. I love Quentin Johnson. So do I. I love Quentin Johnson. So too. do I. I think he's going to be good. I think there... he's the best of those four rookie wide receivers. Ah, ah, Zay, uh, Zay, Zay Flowers. Flowers. Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers is explosive. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize he was as explosive as he is. Okay. How many games will Keenan Allen and Mike Williams be on the field together this year? That's that's the key. It, it never that's happens. It so never happens. For me, Herbert, ba- again. Based off of just sheer volume, he threw 700 passes last year. That's why they drafted Quentin Johnson. Okay. He will have points. But Trevor Lawrence, to me, we want to talk about a dark horse out of everybody. I think there's a – MVP candidate. There is a chance Trevor Lawrence can finish the year QB1. Yeah, MVP More so than – I have more confidence in Trevor Lawrence finishing the year QB1 than I do Josh Allen. I'm, I'm, I, I agree. I agree with that. I agree. Are we all in out of the fields? Herbert, Lawrence, Watson, Prescott. Watson is not in my tier two. Prescott is not in my tier two. I put Kirk in, in tier two, and I know everybody's going to fuck. I already got hate. For Who's it. in your tier two? Fields, Lawrence, Herbert, Kirk Cousins at nine. I don't have an issue with that. The only reason why I put Dak Prescott at nine, being in tier two is a fucking joke. I mean, what? what when are we going to uh, wake up? We've we, seen hold on. the best give me, of him. Give me two minutes, and we'll All talk right. about Dak Prescott. I promise I'll let you go crazy. What? Kirk Cousins has to be in tier two for me because last year, he the old, well, who's wide receiver two for them? Thielen? We've added him and K.J. Osborne. K, yeah. We added – we have Jordan Addison. We have right. – Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins, no matter who it was, he puts up 300 points a year. Yeah. He puts up between 285 and five points of a year. This you want to talk about purely consistent? Yeah. He will put he will get you there. For example, Daniel Jones had 289. Dak Prescott, 198 last year. So if you're getting and Dak Prescott missed a lot of games. Dak let's, Prescott let's missed not, a lot of games. What do you miss? Six. Seven Trevor games? Lawrence put up 295 points last year. Kirk Cousins put up 292. Right. Kirk Cousins' ADP is two rounds later right. than Trevor Lawrence at a minimum. He's going to do that again. He's going to put up 295 points again. So I'm putting him up there in that tier with those guys. And then Tua, if Tua stays on the field with the weapons he has, another MVP candidate. He's another MVP candidate. Like. Realistically, if if he if Tua can stay healthy, okay, and everything works out for Trevor Lawrence the way it did for the last right. six games of last year for them, those guys both finished top. I, I cannot believe that Aaron Rodgers is not in that second yeah, tier. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, that's I that's agree. absurd. I, I that's actually absurd. I don't like buying into Aaron Rodgers ever. I do actually believe he's going to have a top ten fantasy year. This so year. top, we'll talk about tier three. Hold on, real quick, real quick. Hit me. Who's everyone's in that tier tier two, which is Fields, Herbert, Lawrence, Watson, Prescott. 
who's everyone's bleh, who's your favorite, and then who's your dark horse? Lars so we want we want to go off the ESPN one here. Yeah, is it what was theirs? I'm sorry. It's Herbert Fields, Deshaun Watson, Lawrence and Prescott, right? Lawrence and Prescott. Yeah, exactly. Those five. In no five. in no order. Who do you love out of those five? Who do you dislike out of those five? And who do you think could be the dark horse to emerge out of there? I think I love Justin Fields because I think he'll get 300 points. Oh, my God. Trevor Lawrence is my dark horse because I think he'll get 400 points. And I wouldn't touch Deshaun Watson or Dak Prescott. Like, I'm taking Cousins above both of them. I'm taking Anthony Richardson above both of them. I'm taking Tua above both of them. Anthony I'm taking Ri- Rodgers above. Anthony Richards is not going to be... Okay, we'll talk go, about that. Go over, go over that five, I'm, I'm, Uncle Sam. Who do you like? Who do you dislike? I, Who's I your like, dark horse? I like Lawrence out of those five. Same. Agreed. Trevor Lawrence is I by think far Lawrence number one out of those five. For better me. than these guys. Um, Watson's on a decline. I don't care what anybody says. I watched him last year, toward the end of last year. It was a shit show. He's on a decline. I, 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 I don't trust Fields yet. So is I he need, your shithead? I need to see him go through an entire year. We all agree. And Fields is my shithead, and yeah. then my my actual dark horse is Deshaun Watson. I think it's it's I, mine it's, is too. It's make or mine break. Mine is Watson. Is he is he going to be that regressive yeah. shit we've seen at the end of last year, yeah. which he didn't get a lot of time to play with these guys, and I understand that. This is the biggest year of his career. Yes, this this will make it or break it. Okay, tier three. Tier three, according to ESPN, is Cousins, Daniel Jones, Tua, Anthony Richardson, Rogers. I have it the other way around. I have Rodgers at 10. Rodgers should be in two. Tier two. Listen to me. Rodgers. Do you really see points-wise? We're talking fantasy points-wise. Yeah. Do you really? He had 239 points last year. With no fucking, with rookie, two rookie wide receivers. I think his points Come are going to go up this year. I do too. I don't think he's going to hit 300. He's projected for 270. Yeah, I, I'm with it. I say he. I don't. I don't see him. I mean, under you have to. Okay, you have to remember. Like for example, last year, let's take Brady on Tampa Bay with the two with two great wide receivers. He only put up two hundred and fifty points. The offensive line was dog shit. Hello, they couldn't even protect a guy. He had two point fucking one seconds. Do you think Aaron Rodgers throws for more than four thousand yards and thirty touchdowns this year? Yes, I think he does that. You're high, gangrene. I don't know about four thousand yards, but he could close come to close. it. He could the, come his, close I, I think touchdowns. it'd be close to four thousand. His two hundred and seventy thirty points. touchdowns easy for thirty him. touchdowns. I think could happen. His two hundred and seventy points based off of thirty nine hundred yards and twenty eight touchdowns and ten picks. That was last year. No, that's what they're projecting for okay. this year. Okay, those five do do same drill. Best, worst, dark. Horse. I'm still against my better judgment. Going to go Rogers. Yep, Dak. I'll go Cousins and Fred. Oh wait Dak. a second, Dak was in tier two. As far as two, tier two goes, I'm going to go Rodgers, Cousins, Rodgers, Tua, no, Tua, Tua, Cousins, Rodgers, Daniel Jones, Anthony Richardson. Um, Mine is going to be Tua's obviously the one I love the most. Um, yep. that, this group he's of quarterbacks Tua, sucks. Tua at 13 is mind-boggling. Yeah, I think he's going to be a top yeah, seven. If he stays numbers. healthy, he's a top seven or eight quarterback. Right. I agree. If he stays healthy, that's If the key. he stays healthy. Um, Tua, Tua is number one out of that group. I think the dark horse out of that group is probably Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson. I agree. 
And then the the shithead in that group, in my opinion, is Daniel Jones. Agreed. I think I think the Giants' offense is going to have a major regression this year. I I, I, I I will say this: Daniel Jones will put up more points than Richardson this year, guaranteed. I really do. I don't give a fuck who he's got to throw to. That's Who's fair. he throwing and, the ball to? I'm, gonna, I'm sorry? Who's he throwing the ball well, he's to? He's got Darren Waller. He's got a few guys. They got a few pieces what on that offense. What does ESPN have him in? I'm a really well, big Jalen uh, Hyatt fan. They here. have him scoring Waller less. Waller had a big preseason, too. Yeah. He is the only one that I've seen so far that they have scoring less points this year than he did last year. That's Daniel Jones? Mm-hmm. I don't see that. I don't see that. I, I think they're going to regress. I do too. And again, it's it's the Giants sh- will regress. It's shit. Yeah, I do. I do think they're oh. going to regress, okay. even if they their their division's too tough. Eagle D, Giant D. The the we've talked about the Commanders. Like they always circle back at some point. This might yeah. be their circle back year. Um, yeah. So can, now can Sam Howell be better than uh, Heineke? We're we're gonna get down and dirty yeah. now. Uh, at sixteen, it's Geno Smith. Seventeen is Russell Wilson. Eighteen is Kenny Pickett. 19 is Matthew Stafford, and 20 is Jared Goff. That's a no fucking way. joke. That's an absolute joke. Okay, me personally, I have, I put Goff in tier three above Deshaun Watson and Danny Dimes. If you if you stop and you look at the possibilities for points for Jared Goff in this offense, I, it just doesn't make sense to me how you could have him at 20. Like, he's got to be at that 11-12. Points-wise... He put up 290 points last year. That was more than Tua well, missing the game. Here's the thing: more if they start Daniel out, Jones. if they start out the same way they did last year, that's why that's why you got people thinking this right now. Yeah, but nobody's low on the Lions. That's I don't see what a scenario about that. I don't see a scenario where Goff doesn't put up 300 points. 300 points. I, I agree. Yeah. So we want to talk about my favorite out of this group: Stafford, Pickett, Wilson, Geno Smith, or Goff. I'm taking golf all day golf long. Golf is number one. My dark horse is going to be Russell Wilson, and my poop the better. I mean, do we even need to consider staff? I, I, I'm yeah. going to say it's Stafford, it's Stafford. and Geno I mean, Smith. I don't like especially either Especially you talked about who he has to throw to now. It's Stafford. Why yeah. the hell is he even? <laughs> Stafford has no one to throw the ball to. Go ahead, Uncle Sam. You go. No, I, I – uh, obviously, I like – Goff better than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I we're, think we're in agreement. Goff is number my, one. Of my group. my sleeper out of those is Geno Smith, Ugh. just because of the arsenal he has at wide receiver over there. My God, you the arsenal what? at running back that they've developed over there, and the arsenal at wide receiver, Jackson Smith and Jigma is going to be something to watch out for. He could be good. And the other two are extremely consistent. Yeah, I mean, Tyler who's, Lockett's who's more always consistent, consistent than Tyler Lockett. DK Metcalf is one of the best deep ball threats in the league. But g- give me the five one more time for that. Geno, mm-hmm. Russell, mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett, yep, Staff Infection, mm-hmm. Golf. It's right there. I'll okay, the the dark horse is someone I took as my super flex last night in the t- in the two quarterback league. Can I guess? Yeah, you, yeah, Kenny Pickett. It's Kenny Pickett. Um, I I think the Steelers. Everyone is sleeping on the Steelers. And I didn't believe in Kenny Pickett going into going into this preseason, and I've seen it. And they've added enough weapons, and his receivers have all taken a step, including George Pickens. And I really think Kenny Pickett has a great shot to finish in the top twelve this year. And I think he's gonna. I think he could eclipse two eighty in his second year. I actually I, think I that. Do too. I actually think that. this is the Steelers we're talking about. 
right. is the Steelers. The, if, the most surefire, consistent organization, even more, and I'm not saying the best, even more consistent than the Patriots from day one, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, and I agree with you to an extent. The only thing I'm going to say is if, 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 if <laughs> Russell Wilson could look a little bit better than he did. Russell Wilson had 225 points last year with 16 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. Again, more bathrooms than he had touchdowns. It's not going to take much to get him to be a little bit better than that. And in this offense, he should. And with a new head coach, maybe he will. I think Russell Russell Wilson is going to be one of two things. It's either going to be pathetic or he's going he's gonna to get up into that same, like you said, of Kenny Pickett. 285, 290 points. I love Russell Wilson, and I actually do think he's going to bounce back. I just don't like his pass catchers. So my, my only knock. They, and they drop like flies in Denver for some reason. Um, so that's top 20 as far as quarterback goes. Uh, I mean, I don't, do we really need to talk about anybody? No, who is it? Carr, Jordan Love. Jordan Love could have a big year. It's Sam Kyler Murray. Sam Howell could have a big year. Derek Carr. Derek Carr is the only one from 20 to 30 that I would possibly – Start in a spot. What like about Garoppolo? Don't like Garoppolo. And don't you like and you can't stand Brock Purdy. Just to be clear, I'm sorry, he Bro- hates. Brock you don't want to talk about Brock Purdy. Just do to not. Be clear. Do well, not. he's better than Trey Lance, obviously. <laughs> do not put Ryan Tannehill on your fantasy be, team. Otherwise, Brock Purdy would be the backup in fucking Dallas right now. My only thing with Brock Purdy is someone's got to throw the ball. Right. That's true. Like if you're gonna put Brock Purdy on your bench and play that play him in a week where the 49ers have a shit they're playing a shit defense. Quarterback why fri- not? the most quarterback friendly offense in the NFL. Right. The uh, San Francisco 49ers. Are you are you taking Bryce Young and or CJ Stroud late and stashing them on your bench? I mean, they went in my draft last night because again, we were a quarterback. It used to be two quarterback, now it's quarterback super flex. So those guys went and they went over some good guys. Um I have an inkling that Bryce Young, just because of his pass catchers, is going to have a better year than Anthony Richardson. I don't like how things are shaping up in Indy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then the, the big one here is Sam Howell. He's gotten a lot of hype, and he had a great preseason. And that, that can make or break that entire division. Like, right. you're, you're talking about – if Sam Howell's decent, like – that's a def- decent offense. They have decent pass catchers. They have a decent defense. Like, you're talking about them being in last and maybe competing for, for second or third at that point. Like, can you beat Dallas? Are you better than Dallas at that point? That division always cannibalizes each other. Every every year, it kicks the shit out of each other. So um, I remember last year when they, they punched out Philadelphia. Back me up here. In the last 20 years, I don't think any one of those teams have gone back-to-back in that division either. No. And and it's hard to pick against Philly. That's a I physical, think Philly's the best team in the league. That's a physical division. So the Eagles have their work cut out for them. Because yeah. all of these teams, in my opinion, except the Giants, are improved. I don't like the Dallas quarterback situation. I still think the Giants had an okay offseason, but they're not that improved. And the, the, the commanders are the ones to keep an eye on. Do you think, the, Jerry, do you think Jerry Jones would go and— trade for a guy like Trey Lance if he had a lot of confidence in Dak Prescott? You're not wrong. I mean, when you had your backup quarterback come in and they won six games? I think it's more of an injury lack of confidence, though, than a, than a you're not skilled enough lack of confidence. Because I think... Combination of both. Could be. <laughs> the last team to go back-to-back in the NFC East was the Eagles 0 3 4 That's 20 years ago. 
okay, moving on to running backs. Uh, I switched over to Fantasy Pros here because they have everybody tiered out very nicely to keep this organized. Um, Zell, by the way. Me and Zola were talking about this earlier. Uh, is your consensus one running back Christian McCaffrey? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's health permitting, but he's, absolutely. But he's the best. PPR? He's the best running back in the league. Uh huh. PPR league. I don't care if it's PPR. I don't care if it's half PPR. I don't care if it's. Well, if, it, if it's not PPR, no, he would not be my favorite. Who is Eckler? No. Yes. He... I'd put Eckler above him. Really? I think Eckler's a little more durable. He doesn't get hurt. Okay. My opinion. That's all. Eckler okay. We're just saying consensus. All yeah. the leagues doesn't matter. Yeah. Is McCaffrey number one? Yeah. Okay. And Ackler is number two. He, not for me, but I yeah, I understand why he's number two, yes. In PPR especially. Who's your number two? My number two this year, and it I can get in trouble for it, but it's Bijan Robinson. Wow. Okay, see the only thing that I'm gonna say about that is I if I'm picking top three. I would just have a really, really hard time taking taking a rookie with a top. That's fair. Three pick. That's it fair. It makes me want to throw up thinking the, about it. The precedent exists, though. It exists with Saquon, who lived up. It exists with uh, Ezekiel Elliott lived up. The, the his rookie year, he was taken in Najee the top Harris. three. Uh, I think Najee Harris' rookie year was good, but then he didn't follow it up properly. But I, I do think you, usage. We're, we're coming down to usage here, and I think this offense is going to completely flow around. Josh Jacobs. So on Fantasy Pros, the top the tier one is McCaffrey, Eckler, Bijan, and Chubb. Yeah. Okay. That sounds right to me. I, you know, I'd throw oh, Saquon. Well, excuse me. Don't excuse like me. I would throw Chubb. Saquon in there, too. Go, go for it. I would, too. Okay, stay, stay where you are, Bruce. It's McCaffrey, Eckler, Barkley, Robinson, Pollard in full PPR. Tony Pollard? It's PPR, so we're yeah, that makes sense. If we go half PPR, McCaffrey, Eckler, Robinson, Chubb, Barkley. Huh. Do we think any of those guys are going to have a down year? I I think there's one that's going to have a down year. So go I, ahead. Who is it? It's Eckler. Ooh, really? I think it's Eckler. See, the only question mark there for, for me personally is um, is it Bijan? Is Bijan? Outside of that, I am happy taking any of those five guys. Any of them. Um, I, I think we're all in agreement on McCaffrey, right? McCaffrey one, Eckler and or Bijan two. Can we say that? Fair, yeah. Um, I'm in the minority on Bijan, but like we're 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 talking about splitting hairs. Like most people have him three or four at that point, right? So for we're a rookie, which is crazy. McCaffrey is the consensus one. Mm-hmm. Eckler Bijan two three, Chubb Barkley four five, or are you saying definitively Barkley four Chubb five? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't buy a lot of Nick Chubb's prowess is tied to his touchdown usage and Deshaun Watson's back this year. I think they're going to be throwing the ball. I loved watching their receivers in the preseason, and I think Deshaun Watson could actually be decent this year. I think he could actually be serviceable. In which case, that's going to hurt Nick Chubb. Um, he's still going to have the yardage. He's still going to have that goal line usage, but I I don't think they're going to be as reliant on Nick Chubb, and therefore he's not in that tier for me. So for me, that tier one is McCaffrey, Bijan, Eckler. So you could basically Saquon. say the same thing about Derrick Henry then too, no? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. The reason I'm not in on him is because I just think he's on the decline. I just think he's I think he's old now. So let's talk about tier two then. 
Um, tier two, we have Tony Pollard, Derrick Henry, and Josh Jacobs. I don't get the Tony Pollard thing. I don't either. I never have. I don't either. I'm so right. fucking far. Out of every name we have said so far, I am so far out on Tony Pollard, it's not even funny. I'm out. I, I, I have not, There's not been one mock draft where I've taken Tony Pollard. I will skip over Tony Pollard to drop down into the next tier. Give me the tier two one more time. Tony Pollard, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs. There's a name that I'm extremely high on on that list because of my theme, which is usage, and that's Josh Jacobs. Agreed. I think Josh Jacobs, I don't know. He's fringe tier one. Um, just because of everything, health, age, and all that, and he doesn't led catch the passes. Led league in rushing last year. Led the league in rushing. I just think if he stays healthy, he's he probably is tier one because that offense is going to completely go through him. I, I agree. So out out of those three, I feel safest with Jacobs and the least safe with Tony Pollard. If Jacobs is off the board, then yeah, I'll take Derrick Henry. I'll take Derrick Henry at the at nine ten. I guess you bet on Derrick Henry until you yeah. can't bet on him. Right. And I hear you. If, till you. You ride it till the wheels fall off. Tier three, Ramondre Stevenson, Joe Mixon, Najee Harris, Travis Etienne. I have a clear-cut number one out of that group. As do I. Is it Travis Etienne? It is Travis Etienne. Yeah. Um. I, I, I don't even know why. I, I can't figure it out. But you remember how high I was on Etienne last year, and I, and I was a little bit disappointed, but... I mean, the value, too. ETN's going, like, way behind these guys. You, you know, Jacksonville's offensive line was struggling in the run game, too. Yes, they were. So that, mean, that, that there kind of says everything. For, see, if for you me. you watch them, they, the few games that I remember watching and against Dallas and other things, they couldn't run the ball. For me, this is how these four are going. I'm taking ETN. I'm taking Mixon, I'm taking Najee, and I'm taking Stevenson at the bottom of that group. I don't love Ramondre Stevenson. I didn't love him before the Zeke signing. And I like him even less now. Najee, yeah, because so... I got a feeling that it'll take some of his goal line touches away. And the the problem yeah. is with Najee is I think Pittsburgh really likes Jalen Warren. Yeah. Like a lot. That's that's my only issue with Najee. And that's scaring me. Is his usage, number one, they're going to be throwing the ball more. Correct. I think Kenny Pickett's, it, things have shifted in his favor. They have great pass catchers. Number two, they love Horn. And and I think for that reason, his numbers, I I think Najee, it's, this isn't going to make sense. I think he's going to have a way better year than last year, but it's not going to reflect in fantasy. Um, and I, I love him. He catches passes. I just don't know if I'm... I don't know. I, I think know, he stands out. He's the dark Pollard, horse. A lot of that, this Pollard talk, too. Deuce Vaughn is going to wind up. If something happens to Tony Pollard, Deuce Vaughn is the guy there. I think they like their running back depth. They love, they love him. Um, moving on. Jameer Gibbs, Aaron Jones, Kenneth Walker. Clear-cut favorite for me is Jameer Gibbs. I, honest to God, I'm taking Jameer Gibbs over Ramondre Stevenson for sure. So I'm going to get in trouble for this one. Yeah, I, I agree. I just don't love Ramondre Stevenson, but that's a story for another time. Um, Are you taking Gibbs over Najee Harris? Yes. Are you? Yes, reluctantly. That He might be the only guy I'm I'm taking. I, I, I think Jameer Gibbs has, has an opportunity to really become too. something here in a PPR league. But I, I think everybody's kind of sleeping on uh, – 
the other back in Detroit. So it was just was just gonna say that. No, I'm with Uncle Sam I, I on got this a, one. I got a feeling he could absolutely rip it. The, up right the knock on Jameer Gibbs is usage. He's he's clearly yeah. splitting his time. I think he's gonna be on the if he's gonna be on the field like McCaffrey and lining up at receiver, and he's gonna be out there all the time. Different story. But if we're talking about from a running back perspective, like if he if a lot of the focus is still gonna be him on the ground. Just because of his usage, because you're going to see a lot of David Montgomery. You're going to yes. see a 50-50 split from the backfield. For how long? It, from the backfield, I think it's all year. I think Jameer Gibbs think whenever, is strictly, when, they're going to motion him out to the side a lot of the whoever's time. Whoever's going to have the hot hand is not going to relinquish that role. No. And you just, it's, a, it's a toss-up. You don't know. That's the problem. The guy I love, though, in this tier is Aaron Jones. You do. Yeah. I'm See, honest to God, yeah. I don't like, for me... Aaron Jones, I, and I don't know why. Every year, no, I'm the same way as you. I want to hate him every fuck, year. I hate him every year. I want to hate him year. every. I want to do it, but he every backs it up. Every year, every year, I hear, "Oh my God, this is going to be the AJ Dillon year. He's going to come out." Every year, he doesn't. It's always Aaron Jones, and he it's puts up Aaron absurd Jones. numbers every year. I, I was you until this year. I him away, but his why are you over here cheering? Uh, you drafted Cam me, Akers round one last year. You gave me shit for grabbing Aaron Jones after that. And then you traded him. Yeah, after fucking week. Cam Akers in round one. And his usage went, whoop. My least favorite in this group, for some reason, is Kenneth Walker. Yeah, fair. They have a three-headed monster at running back. Yeah. It, just real quick on Aaron Jones, I've been harping on usage, and it comes down to usage. I don't love their pass catchers, and they have a new quarterback. I think they're going to be running the shit out of the they ball. They may run the ball in obscene amount. And then yeah, he's going to get hurt. Uh, tier 4 is actually gigantic, so I'm going to break this up a little bit. Uh, Damian Pierce, Brees Hall, Miles Sanders, Alex Mattinson, J.K. Dobbins. I know who I love out of that group, and it's Damian Pierce. I you want to know what's I funny? Agree. The one that I don't trust out of this group. Well, actually, there's two I don't trust. I don't trust Brees Hall, and I don't trust Damian Pierce. It's gonna take a second for Brees Hall, and they I I think they spent money and signed Dalvin Cook for a reason. Um, he's not gonna be. I don't think I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think he's ready to play. They're saying he is. I mean, but I, I think you're going to see him get really limited touches. In hard knocks, they're clocking him at 22 miles an hour, and he's he's full padded practice. I just don't think you sign Delvin Cook to rely on Brees Hall. I don't know why Delvin Cook isn't above Brees Hall on this list. I don't. I, I don't. I don't I, well, because Brees Hall is talent. Yeah, I think Brees, Brees Hall is going to be excellent. I think he's going to come on towards the end of the year. I just think that their talent offense doesn't buy points. Listen, I, if any anything's going to give Brees Hall a lift, it'll be this. How many times did you see Aaron Rodgers make his running back look like a, a the next coming? You get such a, Aaron you Jones. Get, you get such a Aaron twinkle Jones. in your eye when you talk about the Jets these days. I I, I just listen to me. Brees Hall, if he can stay healthy, is going to be the guy. I distrust it's just, me. It's not going to happen early though. I don't no, think it happens. I, I truly don't think he's he's totally healthy. I don't. And this is not where... coming off the injury that he came off of. I I don't see it. I don't think Brees Hall is the Jets' bell cow running back this year. Okay. So, Brees, I'm sorry, excuse me, Delvin Cook, who isn't even on, I mean, we haven't even talked about him yet, but Delvin Cook is to Aaron Rodgers what Aaron Jones was to Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. And I think he hasn't had the talent like Delvin Cook. The only questions, obviously, is the health. He's inconsistent and unhealthy. 
Um, but when he's healthy, like that's the best running back that Aaron Rodgers has ever had. And Aaron Rodgers loves to hand the ball off in the re- in, in goal, in goal, not in the red zone, but in goal. He loves to give it to his running backs and he loves to check down to his running backs. He loves to audible to his that, running that's backs. That's because everything gets open downfield. Yeah. When you're able to to have that threat of having a guy that could rip 10, 12 yards off at a pop, that's just going to open everything downfield for Garrett Wilson who I think is okay. a top three receiver. The, the number one pass catcher, by the way, Sam, in Houston is Nico Collins, who I love, went to Michigan, go blue. Um, Poop. He, yeah, he's not. And it's Poop. it's him, Dalton Scholes, and John Mechie. And, and oh, for that reason. Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. Oh, no, he's Dallas. No, he's, he's in Dallas. Oh, he's gone. He's yeah. in Dallas. I forgot. He's gone. And for that reason, they're going to be running the shed of the ball. And, and Damian Pierce came. He had a great year last year, came on at the end. And I just think that a lot of this offense, that's my theme in fantasy this year, yeah. is I want consistent guys that are going to be used like crazy. It leads to injuries. But until then, usage is key. And I think Damian Pierce is going to be used like crazy in that offense. Yep. So I felt this exact same way about Miles Sanders. And that's why I, out of this tier, I have him at the top. And I don't think Miles Sanders is as talented as Damian Pierce, but we've seen just the flashes of like what Chuba Hubbard can do in this offense. Obviously, Miles Sanders, no Christian McCaffrey, but the numbers that they were able to put up in this offense was impressive. I think Miles Sanders is probably a little bit more talented than Chuba Hubbard. I think he could have, I think Miles Sanders could, is, is going to have a pretty big year. Fair. And I also. There have been times we've seen Alex Mattinson walk in when Delvin Cook is hurt and have 20-point weeks or two or three weeks in a row. Like, I I think that they, this, those guys' time now. Yeah, this guy's finally getting a chance to correct. be the guy. You are, this is your yeah. shot to be the guy, so you better make it count, and I think he's going to. J.K. Dobbins makes me nervous just because J.K. Dobbins is never. He's the, Here's he's the, the thing. Big, finally the said this guy is play. healthy. Yeah. Finally. And I loved After watching two him. Years. He I was loved, he was so good at Ohio State. Loved watching so J.K. Good. Dobbins play football. Just just the way their offense is gonna flow and all of and, and I've just been reading from all the insiders. They all think that he's a reach at his ADP. What's his ADP on there? 40, 40 what? Uh, I believe he's at fifty now. He's 50. dropped two spots. Um his ADP. I don't think that's a reach. Yeah, I I I just don't think I want him to be good. I love watching him. I just don't think the offense is gonna go enough through him. And they always – they've never had, like, a guy at running back since Jamal Lewis, probably. They've right. never had the guy – Ray Rice, maybe. They've never had yeah, – for uh, a little while, right? For a little while. There's always multiple running backs in John Harbaugh's system, and I just think that the usage isn't going to be good enough for J.K. Dobbins this year. Um, next here, Cam Akers, James Conner, James Cook, Rashad White, Javante Williams, David Montgomery, Jonathan Taylor, and Alvin Kamara. Obviously, Kamara has a three-game suspension. Jonathan Taylor, we don't know where or if he's going to play. Um, so, for me, red flags off the rip. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor's probably the biggest red flag here. Mm-hmm. Depends where he plays. If he Depends plays in Indy, I love him in Indy. I think he, Indy's a great fit for Jonathan Taylor because they just don't have anything. Right. But, if he, but it, it looks like he's probably not going to play there. Um, to me, I... I'll be honest. I'm hesitant on everybody here. Outside. I think that's really high for James Cook. I, I don't I know. Think, yeah. Extremely that's, high. That's really Extremely high. high. I, Isaiah Pacheco is better than James, James Cook. You might be right about that. You're James something Cook there. is my second biggest red flag here. Um, I honestly don't mind Cam Akers where he's at just because I think he's going to get, again, like you said, volume. 
Yeah, this could be the year for him. Right, this could be the year for him. James Conner, same thing. I think you're just going to have sheer volume. A lot of people are really low on James Conner. I agree. But if he's healthy, the, the we don't even know who the hell their quarterback is. Right. Yeah. Josh Dobbs or I, yeah, I think James Conner actually is going to have uh, a very actually, good. Actually, they're running with uh, Clayton Tune. Clayton, it's one of the two of them. Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, uh, they're going to possibly run with a rookie. And even with even when uh, Kyler gets back, like they still don't have pass catchers. I'm I'm not in conjunction with you guys on the David Montgomery thing. I think that before the midpoint of the season, it's it's going to be the Jameer Gibbs show. I, I really do. So this is why I disagree with that. Is they brought David Montgomery in to close those gaps that everyone thought Jamal Williams was doing last year. David Montgomery is going to get all of the red zone snaps. He's going to be the guy in there, and he's going to be the bell cow to run in between the he's tackles. Going to be the Thirteen touchdown guy again. More than that, I think there's a chance he ends up with more touchdowns than Jamal Williams did last year, and I think that's where he comes into play. And he's there's going to be so many opportunities where him and Jameer Gibbs are going to be on the field at the same time. In PPR, obviously, obviously you lean Jameer Gibbs. I just think David Montgomery is they they signed him for a reason. And he's going to be more than they ever dreamed of with Jamal Williams. Uh, there's one name in here that I think can really outperform the tier. Alexander Madison? No. Mine was going to be Rashad White. and Same drill. Usage. Correct. Cam Akers, James Conner, Rashad White right there. I think the usage is going to be over the moon. Um, and Javante Williams? I- I'm not – I don't feel very good about it. And I don't know why. I, I, it's, I just think the injury, the uncertainty with the offense, there's just a lot of question marks there for well, me. They're going to need him. He's, him. he's huge for what they want to do offensively. They don't have him. They're going to be in trouble. And we'll use this as, we'll use this as our last tier here. Uh, at tier five, we have uh, Pacheco, Delvin Cook, DeAndre Swift, Khalil Herbert, Antonio Gibson, and Brian Robinson. We'll do one more after this. But – Pacheco, Cook, Swift, Herbert, Gibson, Robinson. Uh, I love Pacheco, and I, I love Dalvin Cook. I love them both. I do, too. Yeah. I'm not drafting DeAndre Swift. It depends on his usage. I don't I don't know where he fits in in that offense. I don't either. I don't know who the running back is. You want to know what's scary? It's him or Kenneth Gainwell, if, right? If he could stay actually healthy. He's dangerous. He's very dangerous. Yeah, agreed. And, and that's the thing. He's yeah, a game when, breaker. When have you seen, if he can stay it? healthy, he's a game breaker. And I will say this: he's running behind a better offensive line than he had in Detroit. That's all I'm going to say. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not. I don't. I don't. It, You've never. I I think their offensive line is good, and I can understand why anybody justifies it as the best. I just want on the record everyone to know that well, Jared. I, I, Jared Goff has never played behind their their proper offensive line, and it's actually going to happen. They're actually going to they're going to have their main starting five that they've intended this year. Miles Sanders. You think any of those guys are better than DeAndre Swift? No, I don't don't either. I don't. I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But but this is the problem: is he's not a between the tackles. No. He's not, and and if that's the case, he's just another pass catcher in the crowd. There. You know what? Can I can I be honest with you? They like they like to run that little read option. You don't want to know something. I think he could. I think he could. I could really do some damage in that kind of. Offense. You got this little shit shitty fucking grin on right now, okay? <laughs> because you want to know what all I heard you talk about all last oh, season yeah. on this podcast was about how DeAndre Swift needs to go because 
Uh, every single time, he's scared to run the ball. He runs the ball outside. He's scared all to I get said, hit. He's scared all to get I hit. Said was he's this. always running out of bounds. I, he's a I pussy. Th- That's all you said all year I last don't year. believe the coaching staff had any kind of you said he trust was a pussy in DeAndre Swift. That always ran the ball out of bounds and Deuce never Staley, fought for an extra yard. I, I don't think Deuce Staley even liked him. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay, besides that, but what you said that. was. I, I agree with you. He was a pussy that didn't want to take a hit. Didn't fight for extra yards That's and always what, ran out of bounds. It was obvious. It was obvious at so training now camp that he's last it, year. Now that he plays on the Eagles. I'm, I'm saying this. I think he could do some damage. Listen, if he still he's got runs an axe to grind right now. He, he was a pretty high fucking draft pick, a second-round pick that's going to sit there and fucking go to a better team. Let's not sugarcoat it. A better team with a better offensive line. And if he could stay healthy, he's the best back they've had there since Westboro. You want me to be honest? Yeah. I think he's cut before the trade deadline. Okay. That's not going to happen. You're crazy. Okay. Go ahead. Make sure you clip that one. Yeah, clip that. Clip that. Clip that. All right. Uh, Khalil Herbert. What about him? You like DeAndre Swift more than Khalil Herbert? Absolutely. No. I like her. I like I Herbert. Like, I, like, I, like I think that. Herbert is extremely low right here, to be honest. I think Khalil Herbert could outperform this tier. You, you know why it is? All right, moving on to wide receivers. Uh, tier one, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill. I, I think we can all agree that Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase are definitively the top two guys, right? Yeah. Either way, whichever way you want to go, if you prefer Jamar Chase... If you prefer Justin Jefferson, I think it's kind of unrealistic for Justin Jefferson to repeat exactly what he did last year, right? But, like, I wouldn't be shocked to see Jamar Chase finish as wide receiver one this year. Like, either way, those are your top two guys. Agreed? Yeah. Yeah. And then I think we can all agree. Wait, hold on. On Justin Jefferson, though, real quick. I'm not saying he's not going to finish one. I'm not saying he doesn't belong. I think it's almost impossible to put up the numbers that he put up last year. Agree. I want that on the record. I don't know if that's going to happen, but he, I think he's probably the best pass catcher in the game. So however you want to do it, Justin Jefferson won, Jamar Chase won. Those are your one-two. Those should be the first two receivers off the board. Tariq Hill, if Tua could stay healthy, could – Break the receiving record in the season. He was on pace well, to do that last year. How about if Tyreek Hill stays healthy, too? That has that to happen as well. True. I think, without question, though, Tyreek Hill is the definitive three in a tier of his own. Yeah. That's just me. I don't, tier 1.5. Tier 1.5. That's a perfect way to put it. Now, tier two. Stefan Diggs, Cooper Cup, CeeDee Lamb, A.J. Brown, Amonra St. Brown, Devontae Adams, Garrett Wilson. In my opinion, Stefan Diggs is the number four. I don't think, I think he is the number four without question. Okay. To me, I think Garrett Wilson is low. I think Devontae Adams is low. Also, I think Cooper Cup and CeeDee Lamb are both extremely high at this point. I agree. To me, I think it's high for A.J. Brown. To be midway point in that group. Uh, same, same drill with A.J. Brown as as um, as Justin Jefferson. I think he's going to have a great year. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. I don't know if he's going to put up the numbers. He's there's a lot of big play 
a lot of big play dependability on A.J. Brown. There's a lot of big, massive downfield plays that led to touchdowns. I just don't think he's going to put up the same numbers, but he's going to should have a good year. He's tier two for sure. So, Oh, and also for that reason, I'm a lot higher on Devontae Smith. I think Devontae Smith is going to have correct. a bigger year just because of the— I, I think he's going to step up because the A.J. Brown usage is going to be a lot Yeah, out of the seven guys you just mentioned, you could easily put Devontae Smith in that group. Well, so this is where I'm at with this. I think I would take Diggs number one, yeah. and I would personally put Devontae Adams in Cooper Cup spot, move him up to, like, the fifth. I, I agree with that. I, I just think yeah, Devontae— Especially if Cup is hurt as bad as they're saying. For, for right now, I think Cup is out of tier two. In my opinion. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I don't think Cup is currently tier two. There's question marks on his health. There's question marks all over the team. There's question marks on Matt Stafford. To me, I can't confidently say Cooper Cup is going to be the fifth best wide receiver scoring-wise this year. I agree. CeeDee Lamb, don't know why, can't take him there. I, I don't trust him. I don't trust CeeDee Lamb. That's I, I don't trust, trust him. Dak I don't trust Prescott. Dak Prescott. Period. I don't trust the Cowboys' offense. Um so for me, this if I had to relist this, it would be Diggs, Devontae Adams, Garrett Wilson is the third in, right. in this category for me. Right. Uh it's well documented how much everybody loves Garrett Wilson here. Uh then I would put uh Amonra St. Brown, AJ Brown, and C D Lamb, I guess. And I would drop Cooper Cup out of this tier personally. So I'm with you on Cooper Cup. Um I'm not as high on Devontae Adams because I just think that that organization is such a dumpster fire, and I don't trust Jimmy G. And I just don't think Devontae Adams – I think there might be stints where he just doesn't play this year unless he gets traded. I think it's that bad. Um, and they're, they're hey, leaders in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Huge, huge contract. I just don't – I don't see it happening. I'm with you on, on Diggs for sure. I'm with you on CeeDee Lamb being too high. I also think Adams is too high. And I like Garrett Wilson, and obviously I love Amonra St. Brown. So last night I drafted, and I where I picked, I'm going to give you five names, and I'm going to ask you which one of the five that I picked. I had to choose between Garrett Wilson, Amonra St. Brown, Devontae Adams, CeeDee Lamb, and A.J. Brown. Which one of those five guys do you think I picked? I think it was either Garrett Wilson or Amonra St. Brown. Uncle Sam? Garrett Wilson. Bruce? Amon Ra, dude. I went with Amonra St. Brown. Strictly because of the consistency, I think he's one of the most consistent guys in that group. He gets his, his same target share every game. He catches most of them. So in PPR, that's usually 5 to 10 points right off the bat. The, everything else that comes with it, the yards that comes, no, that, it comes with it. That's Devontae Adams's gig, too. Same. Consistency. Same consistency, about, which yeah. I think is going to go down this year. Um, oh, but I, I just think Amonra's his he's so consistent and he's not touchdown dependent either, which is great. Right. Um, the only guy I considered there was was Garrett Wilson, and I think Aaron Rodgers loves Garrett Wilson that much that he could have a very very big year. But I still think Amonra St. Brown is is he's after Diggs. I I still think Diggs is the best yeah. in that group, but then I would go Amonra St. Brown next. Uh, moving on to tier three, Jalen Waddle, Chris Olave, Devonta Smith. T. Higgins, D.K. Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, Keenan Allen, and Amari Cooper. Far and away, my least favorite receiver in this category is Keenan Allen. Uh, yeah, fair. The age, the injury history, um, the Brandon Staley, 
the the fact that him and Mike Williams are never on the field at the same time, so you never get – you pretty much always get one of them in double coverage. I agree with that. I, I'm just – the Keenan Allen saga for me is done. I, I have been burned so many times by this guy. I'm just out on it. Yeah, we just have to Guy's see been it. Guys burning people for seven years. Yeah. We, we got to I mean, see it, and I don't think we're going to – I don't think this is the year we see it. You want to know what? Not to say that the, the, the talent's not there. You want to know is. what? Keenan Allen – is Corey Davis two years before right now? Two years from now, Keenan a- Corey Davis was the definitive burner. You drafted him Corey, every year. Corey Davis, Keenan Allen's been in the league fucking longer than Corey Davis. He's headed the way that Corey Davis was. The Keenan Allen and Corey Davis have broken my heart. His so first two times. years in the league were just marred with injury with Phillip Rivers. And then and then it's just never it's never bounced back yeah. to where it should have been. And a big factor with Keenan Allen too, Uncle Sam, you're gonna love what I'm gonna say next is Quentin Johnson. I think it's just gonna have a, yeah, a, I a think he's, you don't draft a guy not to use him and it's gonna affect someone and Keenan Allen's probably the first person on the list. Was probably the top receiver in this year's draft that just went it's by. it's him or flowers. It's one of the in Jigba. I, I in Jigba. Whatever. B. I I love the fit for Quentin Johnson a little I more, do too. and I and I love him as a more versatile receiver. I think they all were different. They all brought something to the yeah. table, and it's I think Quentin Johnson is guy. the combination of the three of them. And, and I still love Josh Palmer. He had a great year last, 150 point year from a wide receiver three. Yeah. So I mean, I I, I the, those two will probably take over when Williams and right Allen are out of there probably after this year. So there's there's two guys that I love in this tier. Um, Number one is Chris Olave. I think he's going to have a huge year. I think he's going to majorly benefit from having Derek Carr as his quarterback. Um, I think Devontae Smith is going to have a way better year than he had last year. I think he's going to take a big step, and he's going to be excellent. I want to say I think Amari Cooper is going to benefit from having Deshaun Watson, and I think he could have a big year year, for an entire year. The guy that's most underrated and could easily be in Tier 2 on this list is Calvin Ridley. Agree. I agree. It's agree. Calvin Ridley. I think he's he's right next there. Year he will be. I, I was watching yeah. him during camp. And he could be tier one running. this time yeah. next year because he was a, he was a top eight receiver before all the shit hit yeah. the fan, before the injuries, before the gambling, and that's with Matt Ryan throwing down. True, you know, Not and Trevor he Lawrence. he yeah. completely usurped Julio at that point in time, and I love. His I I want to see me it. Was was yeah. excellent. I I seen him in. Uh, they showed a little bit of him in training camp, mm-hmm. and, and he's absolutely sick. So if I had to redo this, I, I'm taking Alave 1, Ridley 2, Waddle 3. I'm then taking uh, Devontae Smith, T. Higgins, D.K. Metcalf, Amari Cooper, Keenan Allen. Um, that works for me. Yeah, that works for me. Tier 4. Uh, there's actually 11 guys in this, so I- I'd like to split this. Okay. Uh, so we'll start with Debo. DJ Moore, Christian Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, Drake London, Terry McLaurin. Out of those names, to me, far and wide, Terry McLaurin is the, is the top. Yeah, I, I think he's extremely underrated. I, I would put McLaurin up top. Yeah. Hopkins right behind him. Oh. It's never mattered My who's opinion. throwing to Terry McLaurin. It's literally no matter who his, his quarterback is, and this is supposedly the best quarterback that he's had in his time in Washington. And I think that's huge. I think that matters. Yeah. I love DeAndre Hopkins. Love watching the guy play football. He was one of those, like, 
out of body type guys, you know, five, Still six highly, years ago. Highly, highly productive. What? Guess what? There's no situation where I am drafting a Tennessee Titans wide receiver. Not happening. Not happening. At the here's the thing. At the when end does of the, the wheels come off over there. It, he that's what I'm start saying. Getting the ball. I, I mean, and he starts it's losing all, his the, mind. The wheels are going to come off. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is what 34, 33, 34 years old. Still a good receiver. That's but again, I mean, it's just not there for me anymore. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's talented. Yeah, he's probably gonna burn the shit out of somebody one game this year, but like. What you're gonna you're gonna waste? I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is ADP fifty five, right? You're telling me you're gonna take DeAndre Hopkins over Terry McLaurin, Chris no, Godwin? I, I said McLaurin is the first one in that group. Okay, but you're taking. And I got Hopkins second over Christian Watson. Yes. Okay. Well, if we drop down on the other side of the group, over Brendan Ayuk. No, that's the other tier. We haven't talked about that Yeah, that's that a yet. tier lower. We haven't talked about that yet, though. Yeah, but, like, that's I, I what mean, I... you said we're going to split it. I mean, let's split it from where it was. McLaurin up. McLaurin should be the top guy. Then I would put Hopkins. Then probably, I, I don't want to be an asshole here, but maybe DJ Moore? No. I think his body of work has been better than... Drake London's. Drake London hasn't done anything special yet. Can I hit you with something Go here? Go ahead. So DJ Moore currently ADP 51. That's right around where Darnell Mooney was going last year. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And I was the one who took Darnell who, who Mooney had, in the uh, sixth Yeah, but what did seventh. he do last year? What did he do last year? Darnell Mooney? No. He put up eight more. points the first he four weeks. What did he do last year? Well, Mind he, you, it was a different team. I get that. Well, he didn't have a quarterback really either. DJ but, Moore. I mean, but here's the thing. I still don't think he has a quarterback. I still don't think he – I mean, not – he doesn't have a quarterback who's going to throw the ball to him to the point where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take him. He finished last year as I – haven't, I haven't gotten this one completely down yet, so give me a second here. I, I just think he, his potential – He finished last year with 136 points. And that's with no quarterback. Yeah, I, and that doesn't do anything. Good if he had PJ, what the fuck was his name? Listen to me, PJ. What? Okay, Walker. So I'm gonna say this: out of this, out of this category now, I am taking Terry McLaurin one. I am taking Christian Watson two. I'm taking Debo Samuel three. I am taking Drake London four. I am taking DeAndre Hopkins five and DJ Moore six. Okay. Because DeAndre Hopkins doesn't have a quarterback. DJ Moore doesn't have a quarterback who's going to throw him the ball. Okay. Christian Watson probably Christian Watson out of that group is has the most talent. Personally, we saw it last year. We saw it from Christian Watson. Right. Terry McLaurin has the most consistency. Debo Samuel has the highest upside but the biggest downside. So, for me, that's where I'm at. Next tier, Brendan Ayuk, Chris Godwin, Tyler Lockett, Deontay Johnson, Mike Williams, Christian Kirk. Well, two of those guys you could probably put throw into the tier one and take a couple of those guys out of that. Yeah, I I, I keep I, reading I, really good things about who you're going to say right now. Well, I mean, Chris Godwin, it is what it is. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk, those three guys right there, I would put in front of Watson, in front of Drake London. I would put them in front of all those guys so, and DJ Moore. So you want to know what's funny? I would take everybody in this this 
lower the second tier. group and put them in front of that other group. Well, no, I would put I would cuz I wouldn't put them in front of McLaurin. I wouldn't put them in front of Watson. But I would put them I would put all of those guys besides Deontay Johnson and Mike Williams ahead of DeAndre Hopkins, right. Drake and Drake London and DJ Moore. I agree. Yeah. I'm low on Mike Williams. Deontay Johnson, I think you're going to have a it's either going to be boom or bust. I mean, the only thing he's got going for him, and let's let's totally be honest with you, is that the guy who plays opposite of him is going to draw the coverage because it's his ability to catch the football. So they're going to roll coverage toward uh, Pickens instead of him. Yeah. George Pickens is the guy. He's the one drawing the defense. Well, George Pickens is going in our next tier. It is Mike Evans, Jahan Dotson, Marquise Brown, Jerry Judy, Michael Pittman, George Pickens. Can we talk about Mike Evans first? Yeah, second? Mike Evans should be up in the top. I don't understand how he should he's be up in low. tier two at all, least. All that guy has done, I mentioned this earlier, all that guy has done is put up nine straight seasons with a thousand yards, no matter who is throwing to him. Why when did Chris Godwin jump Mike Evans? Two or three years ago, it, ha- it happened in the Brady era because everyone knew Godwin well, was Brady the good was slot guy. Fucking him with passes every game. Yeah, and Godwin I mean, even before like 14 that targets a game. Even before that, Godwin had a monster year where he just kept getting, he kept getting balls and he was catching the balls and he was a PPR master. But Mike Evans and I, God forbid, I really hope he gets traded. Um, if he ends up in the right situation, if he gets traded, he could. I mean, I th- I think he's gonna give you another thousand yards this year because Baker's not horrible. He's serviceable. He's gonna be able to throw the ball because he's shown that he could throw the ball. Baker's got more with this Bucks offense in terms of pass catchers than he did what he had with the Rams offense last true. year. Very true. I agree. Um, and I want to see. I I really want to see Mike Evans get out of there, but he's way too. I don't know. I I, I guess I, I understand some of the guys that are in front of him, but there's a lot of people that are in front of him that I don't get. So there's three names here that I love and three names here that I hate. Yeah. Mike Evans, love it. Jahan Dotson, love it. And George Pickens, love it. I don't love Marquise Brown. I don't love Jerry Judy. And I don't love Michael Pittman. The only one there with that I think has a ton of upside would be Pittman. Because... I don't know he's who the big body else. kid. He's yeah. big bodied. Anthony Richardson needs yeah. somebody to throw the ball to. Like So I'm switching on your list, I'm switching Pittman and Jahan Dotson. I um, had a feeling you weren't gonna I, like Jahan Dotson. I yeah, I do like Sam Howell and I think Jahan Dotson can come around. Um I, I do think Michael Pittman's gonna be the best cat pass catcher on a team that doesn't have a lot of pass catchers, and it has a quarterback that's going to be throwing the ball. Someone's got to catch the ball, and Michael Pittman came out at the end of the year. I think he's just going to keep improving steadily. I that's, agree. That's my bet there. I know what you're thinking on Jahan Dotson because we're all banking. It seems like we're all high on Sam Howell, which mm-hmm. I wasn't a month and a half ago. It's crazy to think that. But after the preseason, I'm high on Sam Howell. I, I like your your two and two, but I'm switching Pittman and Jahan I, Dotson. I love that combination between uh... – between him and uh, uh, McLaurin, I, I like that combination with those two. I think they play real well off each other. I do, too. They were doing it at times last year with smoke and mirrors. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I can Look, see remember it. Remember when they I'm not punched out. Philadelphia in the mouth? Right. Both of those guys had huge games. I could see it, but I'm not betting on it. That's okay. my That's my thing. Next up, Jordan Addison. Gabe Davis, Cortland Sutton, 
Brendan Cooks, Jackson Smith in Jigba, Zay Flowers, Traylon Burks. Again, I I have half that I love and half that I hate. So I'll talk about guys that I love. I love Jordan Addison. I love him. But here here's the I, thing: we don't know yet. Okay, we, we don't know about but, Quentin Johnson either. So uh, well, I'm just saying there's been plenty of rookies, and, and and this is the the part of this thing here. Zay Flowers, very explosive from what I've seen in training camp and what I watched in the preseason with him. If he can bring that into game game life, that's great. Brandon Cooks is over the hill. Can I ask you a question? Portland Sutton's hold on, hold over on. the hill. Hold on. Between Addison and Jigba and Zay Flowers, which one busts? Which one bust? Yep. I, I think it's Jordan Addison personally. You I do. I do. I do too. Wow. I do. I Sorry. like I like the 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 people throwing the ball better in in Baltimore. And uh oh, man. Jackson, I, I like Kirk Cousins. I just think Jackson Smith. And, I know you're thinking it's Geno Smith, but I just like I I saw Jackson Smith and Jiva for years, and it's never met. Like even at Ohio State, like he was so consistent, and he yeah. he's a different kind of receiver. He's the guy that's going to catch everything that you throw at him. And Jordan Addison's more of the downfield guy. It matters who's throwing to Jordan Addison. It doesn't matter who's throwing to Jackson J- Smith and Jiba. So because of their situations and who's throwing to him, I'm flipping those two. And I'm taking Quinton Johnson probably or Quinton Johnson over all of those guys I am in my too. opinion. Yeah. This is the only thing that I this is the only reason why I'm saying this. Smith and Jigba is technically the third guy. Zay Flowers Probably Two. technically the third guy. Two. Two? Two. Zay Flowers, to me, is a number two in Baltimore. Honestly, I think he is, too. It depends on where we factor. Are you, are you thinking Mark Andrews right now? Is that well, right? I mean. No, because you, you as, have to. Uh, as far as targets uh, go, he's going to be number three. Bateman, Rashad Bateman. I don't he think. He was hurt. I'll, put, yeah. I'll put Zay year. Flowers over Rashad Bateman, yeah. but Mark right. Andrews is number one. Odell. Right. Odell Beckham is the number two. How, how do we know that for certain, though? We don't know that. I guess That's we don't. And Odell, like, there's, like. Like, there's a reason Zay Flowers is higher on this list than Odell is. Right. True. Because they think he's going to be the big, deep threat. I, I think Addison, is, it could be what Thielen was in Thielen's prime in Minnesota. And that's that's what gets me that's excited. That's saying a lot. That's if he, a lot, if Justin Jefferson, Justin, nobody thinks Justin Jefferson is going to do exactly what he did last year. Okay? If Jordan Addison can come in and be the consistent multiple reception guy for Kirk Cousins and you allow Justin Jefferson to continue to stretch the field, I think Jordan Addison has a very nice career. And TJ Hawkinson just signed that huge deal too, so that's going to take a little bit of his thunder away. TJ Hawkinson doesn't excite me, but we're going to talk about tight ends next. Uh, I don't like Gabe Davis. It's just too many highs and too many lows. I agree. Yeah, Donna, I'm, he's I'm a with flash you. in the pan. I'm out on Gabe Davis. It, bo- Gabe just Davis boomer bust. There's a lot of boomer busts. One week and fucking five points the next five weeks. So uh, again, Cortland Sutton gives me the same kind of edge, you know, that that Jerry Judy did. But someone has to catch the ball there. Somebody has to catch the ball, but we don't know who it's going to be. I don't think there's going to be any rhyme or reason to it. I don't think there's going to be any consistency, and that just that gives me a stomachache. Thing. I, I think Judy is the best receiver on that team. Yeah, but the, the problem is it doesn't mean he's necessarily yeah. going to be still the guy. Like it he's could got to be, be targeted. That's the thing. Right. We still haven't seen it from Jerry Judy. Is yeah. anybody in on Brendan Cooks in Dallas? He's, he had a great preseason. 
and Dak loves him. So I'm I'm slightly more in on him than I was when he was when he was acquired. I'll tell you that much. Well, you I just don't love the Dallas. Dak is in on him. That's all you had to say. <laughs> that that's and is you know any, what that means, right? Wrong place. Is right anyone in on Traylon Burks? No. No. Traylon Burks, he should be getting a little bit of attention. Good, good player, He'll be and right it, there waiting. Yeah, for you. I mean, yeah, Hop- it, it's Hopkins, the same thing. Look how much higher Hopkins is than him. I mean, come on. Someone's got to. Yeah, I, I just don't. It's not. I'm sorry, Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill doesn't do it for me anymore. Um, a couple of notable guys in the next tier, uh, and just you guys, let me know if you're in on them. Anybody in on Elijah Moore? No, no. Anybody in on? Actually, you know what? I, 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 I take that back. Um, I actually do think that Deshaun Watson's going to add value to Elijah Moore. I just don't know if, how much I love Elijah Moore outside He's that little slot guy, bit. control guy. Yeah. yeah. Is anybody in on Michael Thomas? No. Potentially. Right now, no. Anybody on Juju Smith-Schuster, your, your big draft pick Absolutely from last year? Absolutely not. No. Um, Sky Moore? No. Not right now, no. Rashad Bateman? Nope. Mm-mm. We're all in on Quentin Johnson, obviously. Yeah. Right. Oh, Uncle Sam. God, this is just – he's a Raider now. He's back with Garoppolo. And oh, stop. Jacoby you Myers. Listen to me. I, I, no. What do you think? I'm, I'm the big New England guy? You're going to wait for – you're going to wait for Kendrick you Bourne. ship on New England when Brady left. There's so. one guy that, that you haven't named yet that I'm kind of high on in this top – Nico Collins. It's Nico Collins. So, again, someone's got to catch the ball there at some point, and he's slowly taking on some more uh, – He's slowly taking on some more reps and some more target share. I, I mean, I, out of him, John Mechie and Dalton Schultz, those are the three pass catchers. I, I like him the best out of the three at the moment. Oh, you, don't forget about Bobby Trees. Oh, is he there? Robert Woods is there. That's Bobby right. Trees is there. But I again, Why I'm the not. Fuck I'm is Jameis Williams on that list? Well, Jameson Williams, because I mean, his points wise are coming in with the same as these guys, but missing six games. The projected points oh, for Jameson Williams. It's sorted by points. Correct. Okay. Um, so he he realistically he could project into the top thirty easily. Uh, Uncle Sam Alan Lazard's down here. <laughs> I uh, I like Alan Lazard. He's going to catch a lot of balls this year. And then, realistically, we're kind of in. There's one. There's a couple little names that are way down down on the list that kind of excite me. Um, Jaden Reed. Green Bay, I, I'm kind of intrigued by him, I will say. I, I'm also intrigued by Jalen Hyatt, and obviously way down uh, here. Hyatt's a dark horse, dude. I, at, I got another rookie to 80, add to this. Yeah. Okay, ADP 233 is John Mechie, who is the certified. Someone's got to catch passes there. Somebody's got to catch passes. Marvin Mims in Denver. I was You took the words out of my mouth on that one. What about Allen Robinson in Pittsburgh? I, would, I heard I've heard good things. I've heard good things. I wouldn't take Allen Robinson if he was the last. Person. I'd rather go open roster spot. We, we got to see Robinson. it. We got to see it. I know what you're saying, but there's there's a working theory right now. Listen, Kenny Pickett could have a shot because of what's been done in Pittsburgh, and yeah, that would mean that Allen Robinson comes around as well. But right now, I know what you're saying. I, I couldn't. I wouldn't touch him with the 30 foot pole. Got to see it happen. So no, another guy I wouldn't touch. Curtis Samuel. I don't every hate year he's Curtis Samuel. I don't. Yes, but you're forgetting every year he's dog shit because you're drafting him as a flex. If you're drafting him as a stash bench play, which is what he should be, and you plug him in there one week when it's favorable, if you need somebody, he's cute because he does get 100 points a year. 
There's some bad names in front There's of some, Hi- Hyatt and Matchstick. What about Shahid Rashid? <laughs> uh, one name that I do love even further down, uh, going undrafted completely, only owned in uh, 1% of leagues. This is my Desmond Ritter pick. I like Mac Hollins. And guess what? I've been taking him. He was with the Giants last year. You told me he was dog shit. Mac Hollins was not with the Giants. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. He was with the Raiders. Jesus. Anyways, anybody else had the Giants last year that had a big year toward the end of the year? He had a couple good games. (laughs) I can't remember who it was. One more. One last thing. Uh, Randall Cobb's going undrafted just so you can pick him up. The ghost of Randall Cobb. Moving on to tight ends. Let's go. Okay. This one's this one for me is very cut and dry. All right. Okay. For me, something is not cut and dry for me. I want that on the record. Okay. For me, <laughs> it's just t- tier one. Yeah. What the hell? Number three. Yeah. Just tier yeah. one. Yeah. For, no, hold on. <laughs> tier one, according to Fantasy Pros, is Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, T.J. Hawkinson. That's what, wrong. What Excuse the me? fuck did I miss with T.J. Hawkinson? <laughs> hold on. We're we're gonna redo this real quick. Kay. Tier one. Hold on. Is Travis Kelsey. That's it. Yeah. That's the end yeah, of tier it. one. Yeah. Tier two is Mark Andrews. That's the end of tier two. There okay. is a giant jump from Travis Kelsey to Mark Andrews and a jump from everyone else to Mark Andrews. You wouldn't put Goddard and Kittle in tier two? Absolutely not. Kittle Kittle three for me. I agree. Kittle, for me, Kittle is tier three. And his numbers last year are better than everyone not named Kelsey. And Correct. on top of All that, right. he missed time. Now, I don't know of, why people are low on Kittle. Out of this tier two right now, so hold on, I, I, hold on. Tier one, tier one. Kelsey Mark Kelsey's tier one. Andrews is tier two. Okay. I think Kittle is the third best tight end. Do you agree? Yes. Okay. So now that those are out of the way, we can pick apart the rest of the list. On here, their tier one is Kelsey, Mark Andrews, and TJ Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson is in no way, shape, or form the third best tight the end. The fourth. What are we missing on fifth. Hawkinson? He's the high. He got the highest contract in in tight end history yesterday. What right. are we missing? What did I, I miss? I don't know. I don't I, know. I, I I just don't get it. I don't understand it. Is uh, I know they used him a little better. I get that, but all of his shit came in like a couple games. I so I'm just not. I'm not here it. for it. I don't see it. Uh, so tier two then. I'm going Kittle, and and this year I love Darren Waller if so, he stays healthy. Okay, so. Again, we have I have Kelsey Tier 1, Mark Andrews Tier 2, Kittle Tier 3, because there's such a big gap for me between all these guys. Tier 4, I'm putting Waller. Uh, I'm putting Goddard. Goddard. And then I'm going to put oh, a I name know. that's going to surprise uh, I, 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 I cannot condone Evan Ingram being fucking two picks below Kyle fucking. I was pitch. going to say. Are you kidding for me? For me, Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram is my tight end. He, he had a big year. Got to give him credit. Unfucking believable. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be Trevor Lawrence's <laughs> safety blanket. So for me right now, it's Kelsey, Andrews, Kittle, Waller, Goddard, Ingram. Then I, I don't know throw. how Kyle Pitts could be even in that fucking box. Well, because again, people are still banking on the upside. With Kyle Pitts, uh, he's dog shit. Like, <laughs> there is crazy upside, but it's it's again, it's another shitter get off the pot. Year he's there, dog it is. Shit. So maybe dog maybe. shit. I think 
in for me personally, I'm taking Fryermuth and bumping him into tier three to go right above Njoku. Mm-hmm. I would take Njoku over Kyle Pitts. And that's with fucking three good wide receivers on that. Fryermuth would be in this range of. I take Dalton Schultz. Rare Booth has slowly yeah. gone like this, and he got it, better as the season went on last right. year. Who and he did? Keeps going like this. Prior move. Pitt yeah. Fryermuth, and I and I again, I'm I'm banking a lot on Kenny Pickett this year. Yeah. I, I mean, how do we? So tier two: Waller, Kittle, Goddard, Pitts, Fryermuth, Ingram. How do we feel about tier, tier three tight ends? Because it gets real sticky in here. And Joku. Do we love? Do we hate? Are we indifferent? Uh, again, Deshaun Watson's going to make a lot of people benefit, and, and it could happen with Njoku. Dalton Schultz, do we love? Do we hate? Are we indifferent? I like Dalton Schultz. Yeah, yeah he could. We again, who's the pass catch? Who's going to be the guy in, in Houston? And he's on that list of guys who could be the guy. Tyler Higby got a couple of young receivers. Don't there. love Higby. They need a good. Don't love Higby. Tight end. Don't love Higby. Again, I'm not Cole taking Komet. any tennis. I, I I do like Cole Komet. He's he a, another guy that's progressively gotten better. Um, and I just, I don't know. Dalton Kincaid, I like, but I don't like his ADP. I think that's extremely high for a rookie tight end. He's going ADP 110. And then uh... you have another rookie tight end going at ADP 145, three rounds later, and that is Sam Laporta. And I don't like the idea of drafting a rookie tight end, but... For me, those three rounds between Dalton Kincaid and Sam Laporta, I'm waiting and taking him. I'm waiting and taking Laporta in you, you round 17. Goff tried to use Hawkinson as much as possible, so that usage for Laporta could be, you know. Could be, you know. Just pretty good oh, for okay. a rookie. I mean, I think Laporta is going to come on later in the season. I agree. But I'm, I'm with you He's on stash and wait. I'm not. I'm. I'm he, not. The only the tight end I would say it's got a chance to really become something quickly is Kincaid. I, I, this is what I. Would he, say. It's going to be because best, of the red zone he was usage. The best too. receiver. The best receiver. He's the best pass catching tight end. I'm gonna. I'm gonna oh. come out with my my draft strategy right now. Okay. I, I. I don't. I'm not drafting Kelsey or Andrews. I'm definitely not drafting Hawkinson. If Waller fell into my lap late, I would take him. Same thing with Kittle. Uh, but my strategy, the tight ends I like the most are this Fryermuth, Ingram, and Joku Schultz category. I think yeah. you're getting them at, at the most valuable ADP you can. And then I'm waiting. And I'm waiting to the Juwan Johnson, Sam Laporta category. And yeah, praying that when you have to plug in a tight end for one week for a buy, you're good. So... For me, tight end's not a massive position of importance unless you're the guy who needs to have Kelsey or Mark Andrews. But right. if you want, there's late talent down there. Like, I don't mind Sam Laporta. I don't mind. There's guys that come on later. All right. There's always guys that come on eventually. I, I don't hate Irv Smith. Mike Gesicki is hurt right now, but I don't hate him. Uh, Uncle Sam, you going to draft Darnell Washington? You know, round thirty. If, if this was Washington. a blocking contest, I would. <laughs> uh, anything else to add for tight ends? No, I'm with Zach Ertz. It's weird if if you don't if you can't come into that top tier that Kelsey Andrews Kittle, 
maybe Waller tier, then yep. yeah, I would I would be patient because there's, about there's a guy Musgrave. You, know, you gotta you gotta hope one of them pans out, but there's a guy that's gonna end up finishing in the top five that's not gonna be crazy consistent that you'll find eventually. Like there's there's diamonds in the rough. It's just such a hit or miss position. It is. Unless you have Travis Kelsey. Uh yeah. Hey, don't fall asleep on Tyler Conklin either. If there's you one thing Tyler about Conklin Aaron Rodgers, he loves to throw that at a tight end also. And he could be one of those little dark horse guys during the year. Tyler Conklin, ADP two forty nine. And yeah. you're you're right. I don't I don't disagree with you there. You know, what has Aaron Rodgers always done? Dump off. What is it? What does he do? He looks for that tight end. He made what the fuck was that guy's name? Huh. That that fucker in Green Bay. Richard Rodgers or no, not Richard Rodgers. The other one. Uh, yeah, it'd be real nice fuck. if you bring up a uh, name and actually know who the fuck you're on, talking on, about on, every once in a while. Uh, Mercedes Lewis? No, he, he should have made the fucking Pro Bowl, and they gave it to TJ Hawkinson. You, you going to figure it out anymore? Two years ago. I know who you're talking about. I can't remember You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Um, here, I'm just curious now. That's a fuck. I'm drawing a blank here. Robert Tanyan? Yes. Yeah, Bob Tanyan. Yes. That's right. He made Tanyan had fucking better numbers than Hawkinson with the fucking Pro Bowl, and Tanyan had better numbers than him. He was a one hit hey, wonder. You want to know something I noticed just before yeah. we end today's show? I finally understand now why you'd get so irritated when Tom Brady was on the Buccaneers, because all I talked about was Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, and that's what you are now with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. This entire episode, it did not matter whose name we brought up. Somehow, it came back to your gangrene. But guess what? And I can't wait for guess an entire what? year. It was fucking common sense. What? Something that kids do today you under, don't Hold have. on. Tyler common Conklin sense. is tight end 35. That's what you contributed to the tight end talk, was bringing up tight end 30 fucking five. Okay. Here, let's let's. Let's do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna even go one better. Mm-hmm. I am gonna draft Tyler Conklin and put him as my starting tight end. Good. Do it every okay. week. Do there it every week. And when I do, we'll see if he finishes at 35 this year. He won't finish at 35. Okay. He'll finish at 25. Maybe even higher than that. I don't think so. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. Make sure to follow our socials, Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. If you are watching us on YouTube, check us out on Spotify and Apple Music. And if you're listening to us, remember to subscribe on YouTube. Thank you guys so much for listening. You will hear from us on Monday.